Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome to Spirit Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Brandy Bolton, and I had a, a guest worked out for this week, a couple days ago, and she had a cold. Poor thing. She was still going to do it, and I said, you know what, let's, let's reschedule. I don't want you to feel... Like you have to do this when you're sick. So we reschedule that. That'll be next week. And I didn't have anything prepared. I didn't do anything that day. Here I am two days later. Brandy, you can't let this go on. You can't let this go too far. So I have a few things I can share with you guys. Just off the top of my head. And one little thing that I've been kind of sitting on waiting for the right time to share. Now's that time, apparently. So a little bit about energy work and a little bit of spirit stories for you today. So I'll get right into it. To kick it off, here's a really cool thing that happened to me at work last week. Um, I have had the question, if I work, if I work outside of the home, if I work for the man, (laughs) and yes, I do. I think I get that question because people know that once you go through an awakening or one or two or three or however many layers or years it's been since you've first started an awakening journey, it does become hard to work within the matrix in the 3D world, doing something that really isn't fulfilling or aligned to your soul. So yes, I do work outside of the home. I do keep it casual. (laughs) I'm lucky enough to have a job. Uh, They invited me back actually since they asked me to left to leave because I decided not to take the COVID-19 vaccine, but that's besides the point. I'm back there and working quite a bit lately, but I keep it casual. I'm so, so lucky I get to pick and choose the days that I work. And I get it. I get why I get people asking me that because a lot of people do go through a lot of changes after an awakening. Some people's relationships, some people's jobs, some people's home, or all of the above, or just smaller changes, but I understand why people ask me that question. And keeping it casual, picking and choosing the days that I work, and and working eh, probably 75%, not full-time, that helps me feel some semblance of freedom, which is really, really important to me. And as time goes on, I will... Um, align my income more to my soul's purpose and to more fulfilling things. And I have been moving in that direction. Who knows, maybe one day I'll get a sponsor for this thing, this podcast. That'd be cool. So this is a cool little energy thing that I I did at work uh, recently. And actually, if I'm honest, it was probably inspired by my conversation with Ty Campbell. Shout out to Ty. Uh, He talked about how he adjusts his levels of energetic boundaries at work. And I was reflecting on that and figured I could try a little bit of energy play at work to see how that goes. So I am 
very, and I do mean very, energetically boundaried at work. I wear grounding crystals in my bra (laughs) or in my pockets uh, most days when I'm there. And before I enter the building, I put an energetic reflective gold shield of sorts. The atmosphere in the room, it's one big room with many people. In general, it's not a good vibe. So, you know, I do this energy protection and it feels fine to me. I'm, I'm able to not be affected by the mood or general icky vibes that are in there most days. So that's how I stay in my little bubble. And I accept that. It, it works for me. But being inspired and wanting to try a little experiment, so to speak, I picked a weekend day that I was working. There are far less people in there and no managers. <laughs> and it just felt safer to do it on a weekend day. So I did my usual thing. I'm always 98% of the time protected in my energy shield <laughs> when I'm there. And I was at a desk kind of away from people. Uh, Because I work casual, I work at different desks all the time. So I did have my don't F with me energy shield. (laughs) And I say that because it kind of has that effect. Um, Yeah, maybe there is a resting bitch face that goes with it. I don't know. But people leave me alone. You know, everybody can read energy at some level. And whether people know why or not, they really didn't, they don't approach me much unless necessary. And I'm really okay with that. But I I don't work with clients or customers at all. I'm sitting in front of four screens uh, doing computer work all day. And um, that's why I'm so able to be heavily energetically boundaried. So on this day, I was in the desk in a far corner away in the big office, away out of, out of the way of people. They'd have to intentionally go toward me to talk to me if they needed to. Nobody's walking past at this one particular desk. And I thought that was a good um, day for the experiment. And I thought, okay, let's play. I took off my shields. I took off all my energy protection. I did a little heart opening exercise. And I expanded out my energy very, very, very far. As far out as I could push it. Uh, with still keeping my power. So I basically turned on the open for business sign, (laughs) energetically speaking. You know, I did have an idea that it would show some kind of result, that it would kind of work. But holy heck, I didn't know it would work this well. So within 30 minutes, six people came over to my desk. Some for a particular reason to do with the job, even though they didn't absolutely need to because we can all communicate through Zoom chat. And some just to talk to me for a few minutes. And yeah, I was, I was like, holy smokes, that is incredible. Because on a regular day, I might, might have one for the whole day. And within 30 minutes of pushing out my energy and basically turning on the open sign, six people came at me. So from here on in, I may take my protective cloak off more often when it feels safe to do so. (laughs) And I thought that this would just be of interest to you all because 
Maybe you want to try different methods of energy work while you're doing your job or while you're at home or before you go into your home. It of course depends on what you do for your job and how exactly you're going to do that. But I encourage you to give it a try. Heck, maybe you need to do the exact opposite of me and actually put on protection so that you don't feel drained or zapped after work too much. Maybe that would help. Or maybe before you go into your home after work, you stomp out any kind of residual energy that's stuck on you or brush off or do a little dance so that you don't bring it to your family or your loved ones or your roommates or your friends. It was a really eye-opening, fun little exercise. And honestly, I, I, I actually laughed out loud when the sixth person in 30 minutes approached my desk. I started giggling. <laughs> like I'm that weird one at work who is <laughs> like laughing for no good reason as far as they know. But it gave me that awe in the universe feeling that I love so much and reminded me for the billionth time that we are all connected by an invisible web of energy and vibration. And so you might try that energy work throughout your day and I would love to hear about it. Have you tried anything like that? Do you intend to? Or give it a go and then let us know how it is. You can let us know in the Facebook group, Spirit Talk, A Soul Tribe, link in the show notes. (laughs) Okay, so here's the next thing I wanted to share with you all. How is that for a segue? Um, This is about a reading. So I've been sitting on this since December and knew it would be a cool thing to share. Sadly, I didn't write any of it down. So I did a reading and I learned something about Spirit Guide. That I won't forget. It's the details. And I tell you what, guys, if you're working on developing any kind of skill or ability, like psychic skills, mediumship, Reiki, energy work, whatever, anything, write it the heck down. I did this a lot when I first started intentionally developing my intuition, but somewhere along the way, I lost that habit. (laughs) And I wish I didn't because I look back and I I wrote some really cool stuff. Yeah, maybe I'll pick that habit up again. Who knows? But even if you aren't intentionally developing psychic abilities or whatever it is, still, you're on a spiritual path. Well, everybody is on a spiritual path because we are all spirit. But you know what I mean. If you're drawn to this podcast, you like all this stuff. So you are on this cool path and signs and synchronicities and things like that are happening. And when we write it down, for one, it helps us to feel grateful and to bring in more. So acknowledging and saying thank you for these magical, mystical events, it attracts more of that into your life and sharpens your intuition as a byproduct anyway. So write that stuff down or don't. That's fine too. (laughs) That's me trying to not be bossy. (laughs) So from this reading that I did, and thank goodness I was able to reach out to the sitter, Kelly, shout out Kelly, uh, to get some clarity on some details. This happened in December and most psychics and mediums will, will say, you know, you forget stuff. 
you I forgot immediately most of these details, let alone trying to recall it months later. So thank you to Kelly for giving me some of this information. So her and I were going back and forth to figure out what day that the reading would happen. And she threw out December 13th. And that is my birthday. I thought, hmm, it's my birthday. I don't know. And I quickly got from spirit. This will be like a, a birthday present to you. And I was like, all right, sure. It's not like I was really doing anything anyways. So I thought, yeah, why not? If, if this is going to be a birthday present to me, hell, let's go for it. And it was. Sure, I did forget a little bit of the details of this reading. And thank you to Kelly again for filling them in. But I'll never forget what, what I learned, what spirit guides can do. Um, and since learning this through Kelly's reading, it has come up again once already. And that's funny about readings because you do get these things coming at you in waves often. So here we go. She, uh, Kelly explained to me in, in the reading that she had asked her guides to share with her who they are. And the question she put out there was, who are my guides? And in the coming days, she noticed some neat synchronicities. And she was at a restaurant on a bay with a dock connected to it. And a man passed her. She looked up as he passed. And she said she thinks this part will always be seared in her memory. She says, and I'll take this right from her message. Our eyes locked. And it's hard to describe, but the feeling and look was so intense and I was struck with the word guide. It was like it was shouted at me. And thinking back on it now, I also have a full feeling in my chest and heart when thinking about his face and eyes. In the moment, I thought, huh, that's strange. How can a living person be a guide? And I pushed it out of my mind. Later, my son was getting fussy at the table, so I took him for a walk on the dock. I saw the man from earlier on his boat, and in big red letters, I saw the name of his boat, Divine Guidance. <laughs> I burst out laughing. Right? How could you not? Amazing. So I talked with my friends who share my belief in all things spiritual, trying to figure out what I had seen. And I decided to settle on the fact that I just didn't understand, but I was open to under understanding more. And when I had the reading with you, I started describing my male guide. I immediately thought of this man on the dock because it matched your description, which is funny because you were only describing his personality, but I felt like I knew that man on the dock. That's when you asked my guides that question and they revealed that it was actually him, my guide, who had revealed himself to me in the form that he was comfortable with, with me imagining him as. Okay. Holy smokes. Thank you so much, Kelly, for those details. So, yeah. So Kelly had explained to me that she was open to receiving her guide and saw this man and heard or was struck with guide and then saw the boat with the man in it and divine guidance. Wow. First of all, wow. The universe is so literally speaking to us sometimes, you know, 
And our guides can literally speak to us like that, like so obviously. Sure, sometimes they do speak in code or it feels like it, you know, but also they're quite literal. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. When she told me that in the reading that she had seen a person and thought it was her guide. And I thought, huh, okay. Well, I had had her guide with me already. Um, and I was describing him, his personality, and that's why it came up. That's why she explained this situation. So I asked him. And he explained to me that he chose the man because he was in the right place at the right time. And he went into the man and he was okay with Kelly seeing him as this man, like the image of this man. And he actually did look quite a lot like him anyway. So it was absolutely perfect timing. And basically the guide put his energy into this man. So behind the man's eyes, it was his guide, her her guide. So Kelly did see her guide as a person. It's not that her guide lives as a human, but he used the human. And uh, it's so cool. So the guide explained to me, and yeah, he told me it told isn't the right word. And I know a lot of you want to develop your reading skills and intuition and, and psychic and mediumship. So for me, how I'm working at this point when communicating with the guide is claircognizantly. So it's coming through thoughts mainly. So it's not like he's telling me in his voice. Okay. Just to clear that up for lack of a better way to explain it. I'll say he told me, he told me that he got to work with the man and using the man's intuition to have him walk past Kelly at the exact right time. And if people were to see the man, if people who knew him were to see him, they would be able to detect that something is a little different. You know, everybody can read energy at some level. Um, So they would think something's odd about him. But this is a very short period of time that the guide, well, basically used the man to go into him. Um, And the guide explained that when guides do this, the person, their person, in this case, Kelly, has to be open to receiving them. You know, it has to be at the exact right time because otherwise she would miss it. And they're not going to go and do this without a very, very good chance of getting through to their person. And also he, he was elated, like so happy to do this because he hadn't been able to do it in a really long time. And maybe he's done it with Kelly before, but the times that he was telling me that he had done it before was with other humans, not Kelly. So maybe he has, maybe not, but how absolutely fascinating. If, if even two years ago you said to me, guides can go into humans, I'd say, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> so I totally understand if you don't buy this. I'm just saying my own experience. 
uh, in dealing with this guide. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty rare occurrence as far as I can tell. Um, how amazing. And had Kelly not a few days prior or however long before this was said, I'd like to know my guides, like who are my guides, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So I just, I love, love, love for people to know their guides. I don't want people to give their power away and expect their guides to change their life or make decisions for them or that kind of thing. But I love when people get to know their guides. Actually, that brings me to another little story. Last week I was doing a reading again for a listener and um, Jamie is her name and I don't think she'll mind me. I didn't run this by her, but you know what? I'm going to go with my gut uh, because it was shared on the Facebook group anyways. So uh, her guide was explaining to me that, um, you know, he would like to work with her more, like to have a little bit more communication or more of a two-way street here. And a lot, a lot, a lot of guides do explain that to me or have me reiterate that message to their people. So I had talked to her about that and she was very open and um, curious about this and, and definitely interested. And a little bit later in the reading, I was seeing a thing on her rear view mirror. It wasn't perfectly clear. I didn't know exactly what it was, but it was something on her rear view mirror in a truck. I knew that. And it was on a string, like kind of like a leather string thing. And it was a circle. So seeing this and she says, uh, yeah, I have a dream catcher on my mirror. And I thought, oh, okay, this is definitely something. And you know, that is evidence that I'm seeing what you have. Why is this? And you know, when you're doing a reading, sometimes you, you have no idea why something's coming up. So I asked, why am I seeing this? And it was her guide again who came through and said, this is just to show her, because this is an evidential thing. I was seeing a circle on a string from her rearview mirror, and she has that exact thing. And the guide explained, this is just to show her that this stuff is real. It's okay. It's okay to lean into this. It's okay to work with me and other guides. It's okay to lean into this. And so I said that to her, you know, and a few days later after the reading, or maybe a week later, she messaged me and said, I got tarot cards. I have been reaching out to my guides. And at the same place and time in my house, I've been seeing orbs. And do you think that's my guide? Immediately, I, I think absolutely. But I wanted to ask her, what do you think that is? Is that, what is your intuition? And she said, yeah, I think it is. And sometimes people just need to say it to somebody and get confirmation. Do you think this is what it is? Yeah. Okay. And how amazing she's seeing energy. That's what that is. You know, I don't know how much I believe in orbs that are on uh, photo film and, and stuff like that. And absolutely sure that some people... Or some situations of orbs do get confused by people to be something that they aren't. 
But in this case, she's seeing them in her house after having tried to connect with her guide. And that is her seeing that energy. I know it. And I know she knows it. How amazing. How amazing. And that just gives me goosebumps right now thinking about it. I just love it. Thank you, you guys, for doing the work and really going there. It's so, so cool. Yeah, that's about all I have to say today. Uh, Thank you for (laughs) being there and thank you for tuning in. I do definitely have little anxiety over not having notes or knowing what I'm what I've just said (laughs) um but hey it's all gonna be okay um if you want to talk about cool stuff neat stuff uh get onto the Facebook group send me messages on Instagram I love hearing them and next week we'll have a special guest that's about it until we meet again friends 